1619, 20 African slaves arrived in Jamestown, Virginia, aboard a Dutch ship. They were brought to America as human chattel to fuel a burgeoning economy that eventually would become the greatest in the world. For these men and women, the years that followed would be nothing short of incredible in terms of both the pain and the progress that would be experienced. The story of the African-American is one replete with the anguish of discrimination and slavery coupled with the power of faith. This is evidenced by a devotion to God that empowered them to triumph over the evil institution of slavery and to win a variety of major social victories over the course of just a few hundred years. Yet this story is not simple by any means. After arriving in a culture that valued them solely for the labor they provided, this group would experience some of the worst physical and mental oppression known to man. Laws would establish a system of slavery, oppression, Jim Crow segregation, and discrimination that would isolate this group from the American mainstream for centuries. At the heart of much of this inhumane treatment was the Christian faith that the Puritans and pilgrims brought from Europe. So while American leaders extolled the virtues of Christianity and its implications for this new nation, these same leaders used that religion to systematically oppress and exterminate millions of people. How? Their understanding of man's equality as found in the biblical scriptures along with the writings of men like Thomas Jefferson could not possibly have included groups like the Africans or the Native Americans. America created and bought into a story of racial identity that made it impossible for these people to be considered fully equal human beings. Furthermore, Americans found great justification for these positions in their beloved Bible as they read the stories of Ham and scriptures that directed Christians to be patient and loving in the face of slavery and oppression. Christianity seemed like the perfect religion to support this bifurcated class system. As they passed this religion on to their African slaves, these slaves embraced its message willingly. Rather than desire social justice as fully equal human beings, the slaves were encouraged to wait on heaven for their salvation. Consequently, the system continued relatively unchanged for the next 200 years. So the obvious question is, should the oppressed group have rejected the religion of their oppressor? And more importantly, should 21st century African Americans do the same? My conclusion may surprise most. After all of the destruction on this community in the name of Christianity and racial superiority, the Christian faith still represents the greatest hope for the elevation of both the African American people and this nation as a whole. It was through the horrors of slavery that African people connected with the God of Abraham, Moses, and Jesus. Currently, African-Americans embrace Christianity at higher levels than any group in this nation. The civil rights movement, the faith that allowed the slaves to survive, and the current prevalence of religion in the African-American community are all examples of Christianity's lasting social impact. Yet the African-American community today represents a paradox of sorts. As an African-American, a Christian, and a political commentator, this challenge has been a source of great concern for most of my life. While we retain a great spiritual tradition and culture, our collective lifestyles, leadership, and political focus fail to reflect this tradition. Consequently, we find ourselves, like the rest of America, facing a severe spiritual crisis. While close to 40% of children in the United States are raised without a father, for African Americans this number has reached catastrophic proportions at just under 70%. 
Furthermore, while American divorce rates, abortion rates, and incarceration rates are the highest in the world, African Americans hold the unenviable distinction of leading the nation in all of these categories. Yet we still find our churches filled every week by people praying and searching for direction. And while many take this fact to be an indictment against Christianity, I look at it as a great opportunity for moral and social elevation. The moral crisis facing this nation is grave. Unfortunately, this crisis has had a more significant impact on the African-American community than most. America must embrace a comprehensive plan for transformation that is biblical, political, and sociological, and offers solutions that put equal responsibility on the individual, the faith community, and civil society. These solutions must be individual and collective, requiring both institutional involvement and personal responsibility. Yet at the core must be an understanding of the moral and spiritual direction found historically in the church and faith tradition. The reclamation of a transformative faith and an understanding of the answers it provides is the greatest need of the hour. The more I watch our nation's political leaders attempt to solve our greatest crises, the more convinced I am of the social relevance of biblical tenets. Along with the spiritual elevation that is possible only through the church experience, African-American leadership must recognize its political opportunities as well. Both the Democrat and Republican parties must be held accountable for responding to the core needs of this diverse community. It is time for a new agenda, one that reevaluates old methods of problem solving and reinstitutes the role of faith at the center of an overall social agenda. Future generations require this focus. There is a billboard in my grandmother's neighborhood on the south side of Chicago that I have seen my entire life. Every time I drive to her home, I am reminded of God's call for both myself and my community. The billboard simply says, Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Proverbs 14, 34. Truly, if America is going to survive as a nation, it must be through a commitment to moral principles and public policies that reflect God's purposes. This is especially true of African Americans. An innovative, faith-based, and holistic approach to political and social engagement is critical for our future. It is for this reason that I write this work to all Americans as a path of light to transform suffering communities. There is a way out.